has this weird obsession with Lele Pond's wedding. I mean, it looks like a fucking star-studded affair, bro. Steve Aoki was there, and sometimes they play Steve Aoki at Orange Theory Fitness, and I fucking hate it. <laughs> it's like Steve Aoki doesn't actually work out, so all the beats he's made are not for somebody who's, like, really pushing it. You know what I'm saying? Steve Aoki, one market. How rude. Oh. <laughs> Do I have boogers? I don't know. I was hoping that I don't have boogers. Uh, I was really trying to stay positive today. Wait, you know, you got to like, mute. You uh, got to mute him while he puts his hat on. Okay. Here we go. I was really trying to be positive today. I was like, I'm not going to bring any negative energy to the podcast because it's been negative for too long, and we just need to be positive girls. And of course, everything fucking goes wrong. Yeah, your back's broken. Your belt's too tight. This motherfucker's hips are shaken from the left to the right. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know about your hips, but I do know that your back is broken. The one picture you had sent me of Lele Pond's wedding, it, I, I, you were just like showing me her tan lines. <laughs> but I thought that Whoa. was her husband. You, no, 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 no. That's not well, even the point I of sent, the story. No. I sent a picture of Lele Pond's during the father-daughter dance to Ryland, and he misunderstood and thought that her father was her husband. I said, wait, did she marry a 60-year-old? <laughs> That's definitely her dad. But this wedding looks fucking off the fucking chains. Paris Hilton was a bridesmaid. A bridesmaid? Yeah. Tana was in attendance. Wow. Yeah. Well-connected woman. Wild. Can't believe people want to have weddings and go to them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I gather myself. Well, first of all, hello, you guys. Hello, you guys. And and welcome welcome to to another another episode episode of of The Sip. Sip. He's Ryland Adams, and I am Lizzie Gordon. Hello, hello. That is us, and welcome back. Um, What's going on with your back, bro? Did you not go to the chiropractor this morning? Everyone's probably sick of it by now. I need to know Uh, what's going on. Well, you know what? I have an intercostal tear. Sexy. (laughs) An intercostal? Well, I guess between like your... I don't know anything about anything. But there's like all these little X's around Mm -hmm. like your ribs, and one of those muscles or... I don't know if it's a muscle. It tore. <gasps> and I was like, so like, oh, what does that mean? Yeah. He's like trying to explain it to me, but I don't really understand. And I think before I actually knew what it was, I did like the fast chiropractic, which is like, we don't need to name names. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we have. But I was just like, oh, let me just go get adjusted. The problem with that is they just do their standard like crack, crack, crack. Yeah. See you later. Where it's like, I needed somebody to actually evaluate what was wrong with me Mm -hmm. before like going in and potentially making what was bad worse. Yeah. And so I really did a lot of research and I found a chiropractor that like seemed super legit and has a lot of other things and options other than just like, I'm going to crack you Mm -hmm. out of this world. And it was really a wonderful experience because he like found exactly and targeted the area. And then he put all these machines on my body that like... And it gets the uh, blood circulating into that area because I guess it's like it's hard for your blood flow to get there. Blah, 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 blah. And then he does like a laser and then he like tapes me up and does all this stuff. Do you have tape right now? Yeah. Like a real athlete. Can I see? (laughs) I mean, you want to see my tape? Yeah, I want to see your tape. (gasps) Wow. There she is. Cool. It's blue. I'm taped up, ladies. <laughs> no, but this, oh, like the last time that he, I don't know what this machine's called, but it really, I, it does like a figure eight and it really is like, and then you're like, oh. Yeah. But the day I did really it good, last really time. Really good description of what I'm saying. <laughs> I was kind of sore and less mobile that day as well. But then the days after that, I was like 25% better than I was previously. Beautiful. Um, 
And yesterday, like, I saw you and we hung out and yeah. I was like, I was pretty good. Um, I mean, you're still like doing a full blown squat to get down. Oh, yeah. I can't bend over. He can't bend over at all. It's like, <laughs> it's like he rises and squ- like falls, but he cannot bend. And we're going on about two weeks. Two weeks. Of yeah, my you're back all fucking out. And it's like, I can't work out, which you and I both know working out for us is like as much it's mental me- as it is physical. Yeah, I would say it's more mental for us. It's like the release. We got to exhaust the crazy. You know what I mean? That crazy, crazy bitch that just runs circles in our head all day. We got to tire mm. that bitch out so that we can have a fucking functional life. And so I've been trying to find ways to have functional life without working out. And I'm just like trying to be like, there was a purpose for this. I needed to slow down. He just I starts was crying too fast. <laughs> and it's like, I just can't find some reason why God would punish me like this. Of all people, I'm a good man. <laughs> and normally I'm going through like my, what the photos I've taken for the week to yeah. spark any stories to t- share on the podcast. Yeah, I was going through, I'm like, nothing. It's just a miserable week. Just a miserable boy. But we're fine. Everything's yeah. turning around. That shirt smells used. Um, yeah, it was from uh, the Melrose Trading Post. So, like, definitely just came off the back of somebody else. It, that adds up <laughs> and checks out. <laughs> Why do all consignment stores and things like this smell the same? Like, Is it, it like the chemicals to kill the lice? It must be. Because it's like a gnarly fucking, like, ooh. That's used. <laughs> but why do they all smell the same? Like, have you noticed every, I don't know, what consignment store has the same smell? It's got to be the chemicals to kill the lice, I'm telling you. So they're all using the same spray? I mean, why why but fix something that ain't broke? This has even gone through the wash, though, and it's still reeking like mm. one of those stores. Mm. So we've just got to throw it away after this. Conspiracy corner. Let's figure it out, Shane right, Dawson. I send it back we to want the answers. Fucking... The people want answers. <laughs> How are you? You know, I'm okay. Really? Yeah. You walked in the door like everything's always wrong when Lizzie storms through no, that no, door. No, 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 you no. are like a tornado no, 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 of no, chaos. No, 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 no. I am nothing if not a tornado of well-ordered hard work meets perseverance and positivity. That's me too. That's us. <laughs> um, no, honestly, I'm okay. Wow. I feel like I have some bats in my cave, and we're just gonna have to deal with that. No, look up. Uh, no, you're like fine. here okay okay so i'm okay <laughs> yesterday i i'm st- i'm still dealing with the loss of my wallet i think my one oh of my, my cards was sent to my old house which is obnoxious because i paid out the ass to have like my mail forwarded and it never is and i changed my address with the bank but here we are and i still don't have a driver's license and we'll just keep waiting on that <laughs> um but this weekend i went to replace my costco card and I was like, oh, I'll get there right when it opens at 9 a.m., hit the ground running, get that shit, get in, get out, get ahead. You is that not senior hour? Well, it's not any hour, apparently, at Costco on a Sunday because it opens at 10 a.m. <laughs> and there were already motherfuckers lined up. And I was there. Honestly, I missed the 9 o'clock opening time. I got there at like 9.42 and I was like, whatever. It won't be that bad. Motherfuckers were already lined up 15 minutes before Costco opened. Why would you do that on a weekend? You should have gone today after the podcast. No, I go. That, no, my weeks are for work. I do my business, my life business on the weekends. Yeah, but Costco on a weekend? I know. It's a fucking nightmare every single time. But no matter what, I'm in and out within an hour. Somebody with rage pro- problems goes to Costco? I actually don't have rage at Costco. What? That yeah. is something that makes me rageful. I know. Costco is my happy place. It's like the kind of chaos I thrive in. And usually oh. I'm not that mad. But this morning, first of all, why show up 30 minutes before Costco opens to beat the line to wait 
30 minutes 30 minutes does that not seem fucking crazy to you batshit crazy that seems real whack as bonkers to me so like the logic's off there and then the other thing is i get in and i didn't know that they were going to force me to take another picture <laughs> and i had my hair slicked down the center and like down the sides because it's fucking filthy it's like slicked with filth into like a tiny bun in the back of my head <laughs> and no makeup on and they're like all right we got to take your picture down it's like oh fuck <laughs> And I do it and it's just so fucking overexposed that I look like I'm full blown like balding like my dad. No offense, Chris. I love you. But like, bro, you have no hair. Does he need to get on finasteride? It's too late for him. Oh, wow. But oh, you saw the picture. It's bad. I look like I just got it's, it's like my mug shot after murdering. Joe. Yeah, I was like, what happened? Like, did you and Joe get into it this morning? Yeah, no, it was not a good move. It was uh, it is what it is. It's who I am now. It's how Costco identifies me. I would have just let it expire. You know what? I did let mine expire. And the oh, only reason I, I, I love it. it. In the first place was because Morgan got it and added me to her family plan. And then I was like, I can't go to Costco. I have no business going to Costco. Getting a cart like that. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, as a as a person who's like enraged by the prices of groceries, there are there's a lot of positive sides to getting shit from Costco, especially like even even though we're just a family of two getting paper towels there. Oh, well, getting toilet paper there. It's I I bought eight rolls of toilet paper at Ralph's while I couldn't find my Costco card. Guess how much that shit cost? $25. $25. What? Are you fucking high? No way! No way, Jose! It was fucked up. I'm sick of it. Paper towels are crazy. They're fucking crazy. So toilet paper. Yeah, but not at Costco. At Costco, it's affordable. I get like 25 rolls at Costco for $19. She goes so out of her way to save on groceries that she is lying to her husband. Oh, what? yeah. Well, <laughs> he doesn't listen. Marge, don't fucking tell Joe. Marge, don't you call your son. You keep your fucking mouth shut, Marge. Don't ruin this for me. Joe is a hater on Trader Joe's. Joe hates Trader Joe's. And he will not allow his wife to shop there for him. No, he's like, the fucking, it's rotten food. The meat's rotten. It's all rotten. Is there a reason? I just told you, he thinks it's all rotten. I know, but what? why? What is his base? I don't know. I don't know his base for like most things. I just go, okay, honey. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. You're right. And rotten. I pick up Lizzie yesterday and she's like, I'll be damned if I spend $2 on a fucking tomato at Ralph's one more time. No, but honestly, I will be God fucking damned if I spend $2 on a tomato at Ralph's one more time. Did I already say this on the podcast? I don't know. Tomatoes are what we used to throw at people at theater <laughs> when it sucked. <laughs> and now they're $2 a fucking piece. Are you joking? <laughs> I'm enraged. I'm enraged. And my lemon tree isn't producing like it once was. No, it's not. <laughs> and everyone's noticed. <laughs> like, so yeah, no, I'm going to Trader Joe's. I'm going to Trader Joe's. And I realized after I bought soy sauce there that it's Mark's Trader Joe's. And I was like, do I take a Sharpie to it? Or do I just bank on the fact that I know he can't read? Yeah, because I, I was like, what are you? I was like, everything is very like Trader Joe's branded. Yeah. She's like, oh no, before he comes into the kitchen, I discard of all the packaging. Yeah, I do. Cause like, God damn him, dude. He's and he always acts like I don't go grocery shopping. Like, bitch, I go grocery shopping every fucking Sunday. That's why I'm so enraged about the cost of tomatoes and potatoes. And how about your wild budget for food for the week? I'm not saying like the price points wild. I'm saying like Lizzie's like I can only spend X amount on groceries a week, and I can only spend thirty eight dollars eating out a week. And I was like, why did you come to the conclusion of thirty eight? Like, I don't what have does a the reason. eight have to do with? Anything? I don't have a reason. She's like, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you, but it seems right. You right? probably spent more than that just yesterday on our breakfast. I did. That was $55. What? Well, I fed three people with $55. Though. I told you I was going to pay and then you went wild and out. I know, but that's what happens when you have a husband at home. <laughs> <laughs> 
who needs two fucking tacos, even though he's heating up a plate of the food you made for him last night and not telling you it's in the oven. So when you go to shoot your vlog and meal prep for the week, you're burning something at 400 degrees for 45 minutes in the oven that you didn't know was there. Husbands are fucking great. They're awesome. Oh, wow. They totally freak me out. I mean, right on. They take care of us. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Joe's behind the camera with a fucking machete. He takes care of me. No, that motherfucker's been on a roll lately. He cleaned the entire house and actually scrubbed the, the fucking stovetop, which is unbelievable. Crazy. Unbelievable behavior on his part. Then I go to sleep and I wake up the next morning. My laundry's folded and on the dresser. That's wild. It is wild. I was like, does he know how to fold? <laughs> Didn't know. Honestly, been with the man almost 10 years. Had no fucking clue this motherfucker knew how to fold a goddamn thing. <laughs> I like to roll my towels and keep them on the side of my bathtub. He had rolled my bath my towels and put them on the side of the bathtub. That's worth swallowing over. I don't think I could do that without regurgitating. <laughs> but it was like so sweet. It was really sweet. He went he went above and beyond. And so what I've learned is you can't be passive aggressive in your thankfulness. You just have to be yeah. straight up thankful. Yeah. You gotta reward the puppy so yeah. that they'll have the same behavior again. Absolutely. Instead of like calling out the behavior as awkward or weird oh, or like yeah. that was so out of place. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Because no. then they're like, I'm not gonna do that again. Exactly. I just get chastised for being nice yeah so i mean i'm not all i I like when i see something i just get on him and i give him a bunch of kisses and i say i love you so much my sweet boy (laughs) and he goes thank you we have to train our men like we train our puppies it was really sweet though because the other morning he woke up and he was like my baby and he was talking about me that's never happened no honestly and it's so funny because he's like i'm like this all the time it's like are you (laughs) if we're taking a look in the mirror and being real fucking honest with ourselves about how we are all the time are you like that? Well, how are you? Are you greeting him with grace every day? No. Does God he no. walk out of his but bedroom I'm honest for about you? It. Like, I have started doing this sort of like this affirmation thing where I go, I love my husband who's my team player and everything is going to be okay. <laughs> Say it back. <laughs> Say it back. I use Shane and I, <laughs> I think like, it's helping. when I used to have a job out of the house. <laughs> Yeah, I would get home from like a long day and Shane would shake like a dog shakes when they're excited. Just... That's so cute. He hasn't done it in a while. Because you don't leave. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Today's podcast is sponsored by DoorDash. And I know you've been there. You're missing the syrup for your pancakes or you just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer. Well, with DoorDash grocery delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. I know you've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, but now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or DoorDash will make it right. So sit back and enjoy the quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. And if you want even more value, you can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with zero delivery fees on eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. So get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code Ryland at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off up to a $20 no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter code Ryland. Don't forget that's code Ryland for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Speaking of training our dogs. Yeah. 
I signed Icky up for puppy classes and was up this one's ass to get Riley in there. And he goes, no, I'm too narcissistic to train my dog. Oh, please. He says, no, I can't do that. I need Riley to be an extension of my narcissism. And training would really get in the way of that. <laughs> this is all Lizzie projecting. Because I was like, well, I'd have to really look into the class description. Because believe it or not, my princess Riley has had eight sessions of training. Well, no matter what, it's for puppies. So the only requirement is being under 20 months old. Well, I know, but... I don't okay here's my issue I don't think there's any regression in her training you know what I mean like I don't think it would hurt her to relearn the basics no. as if she never had Riley needs to be socialized yeah. and yeah. she needs to be worked on her training around other people because when there's nobody at yeah. our house she does obey her commands yeah. and she's a good dog my issue that's is why like, I suggested bringing her to a class where there are other people and other dogs I know but I don't want to confuse her if the curriculum's like the sit stay down um, place because it's like I've already implemented one trainer's way about doing that right. so if a new trainer starts doing a new one then she's confused and she doesn't know what to say because i was learning like when i was first training riley i was like well i've trained two other dogs but i don't know the process of like what comes first and how to make the dogs understand so that you're not just like yelling at them like you need them to understand right. you before you can like say implement yeah. the command because i can't just say sit if she doesn't know what sit means got it um so what do you say now when you want her to sit rest okay so no. that's it <laughs> it is <laughs> but smart. there's like mechanics to how you right. and that's what i didn't know the thing is when life got so busy and we landed here i haven't implemented any of that uh -huh. so i just need to get strict when people are walking in and then yes i do need to socialize her right okay. so i'll look at the curriculum let's go when's it starting for uh the second of april sundays 11 30 a.m the second of april you're not doing that for a month it was the only time i could do i can't do during the week because you're working. Because I'm a working girl. Because she's busy. She's blessed and busy. So you're just going to deal with pee on your floor until then? Yep. <laughs> no, I'm trying something else for him. So I know that he does tell me when he needs to go out. So oh. I take him out when he needs to go out. And I'm going to also take him out when he doesn't need to go out. And I'm not going to let him back in until he pees outside. He's also started doing this really funny thing where because he pees like a girl. And he never lifts a leg. When Bubs is out in the wild, he'll lift a leg. But when he's at home, he pees like a girl. It's all for show. It's all for show. But Icky just pees like a girl. And he'll pee like this in public. But at home, sometimes he fully, it's like he's doing a sun salutation. <laughs> and so his legs are flush with the fucking floor. So he's just pissing on his own tummy and legs. <laughs> and then this morning, it's like he took a knee. Like he had one leg up and one leg full way down and just pissed like that. And I was like, what is going on, little buddy? <laughs> like, this spot's good. You're just watching him pee on your rug. Yeah. No, outside. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he does pee on the outside rug, too, <laughs> which is a fucking thing. <laughs> He thinks the rugs are the grass. <laughs> He's like trying to pee on the rugs I fucking, exclusively. I love him so much. He's eating the window in the front of the house. So on the way here, I decided like I'm probably going to break up our uh, sectional and put one fully against the window and one against the wall. Deposit. No, they'll never have. How are they going to know? <laughs> how are they going to know? How are they going to know? How would they ever know? Who's going to tell them? We're not are talking you gonna about tell this them, shit Chris? publicly. Because I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I know. Back when there was a rat infestation. <laughs> When we lived in Studio City in the hills, uh -huh. because you're on the hill and the trees are over the house, like the rats can crawl up the trees and just like down into your what? house. Bro. And so we're like, so you sold a house full of rats. We were like going to sell the house. And I had like talked about the rat infestation uh, <laughs> all over YouTube and the real estate agents like, hey, next time you're trying to sell a house, I don't think you should be like <laughs> publicity. <laughs> 
<laughs> publicizing this infection with rats. You're a maniac. No, I mean, it was included. It's just not like the best look to be like, this house has rats everywhere. <laughs> We're fleeing it because it's overrun with rats. Yeah, I was watching the Harris, uh, the what's the fucking Indiana Jones, the third one of the original ones that were done by Steven Spielberg. Uh, that last crusade crusade yeah the last crusade the one with river you and chris conversation the run with river phoenix anyway that's you know okay dr jones senior is terrified of rats and they're in these catacombs and it's just like a fuck ton of rats like falling through the ceiling and they're like real ass rats and joe and i are like how do they yuck like i couldn't be in a movie where they're like so we're gonna put a real rat on your hair and it's gonna nibble on you and hold on to you yikes and some people are like no rats are good they're so smart they're so clean they're really good animals and it's like i get it but they're fucking vermin bro and 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 the rat that they found in the catacomb probably not as sweet as your house rat you know what i'm saying like your little buddy it's different it's a different kind of rat it's different Mm. wait rylan have you not seen the indiana jones movie no (gasps) oh of course you might like them i've been on the ride what? They're so you didn't like the ride? A, no, I've been on the ride. Yeah, but Isn't you didn't there like a ride it? at yeah. Universal. But did you not like it? No, I liked the ride. It's at Disneyland. Okay, I've been on it at Disneyland. Right. I haven't been seen to the movie. Well, you might like the movie. I'm so tired. You okay? <laughs> and there's a last one no! coming out. Uh, there's something yeah. else coming out. The there's last a new Indiana. one coming out. Oh, good for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You might like it. <laughs> um, okay, so Lizzie takes me to lunch yesterday. She drags me to lunch, and <laughs> I dragged him nowhere. <laughs> I said, do you want to go for a hike? He said, yes. I said, I don't have time for lunch. I wanted you to go I said, I do not have time for lunch. And he said, well, then fuck you. I wanted to hike according (laughs) to the sun. And you were like, I'm busy. It's a week. I'm busy. Yeah. Which, thank you. I finished my vlog because you said no to me. You're welcome. And so we went yesterday, which you didn't even remember. I had to remind you. And you're like, oh. Okay. Also, I think I had said Saturday. No, you said, oh my gosh. I'm not going through our text because everyone hates when we do that because it takes too long. I would like to know. And they think I don't know how to search for text messages, but they don't realize that you and I text so much. And and all words are keywords, motherfucker. No words are off limits on our texts. I don't know what you mean by that. I don't know. It just felt like a good thing to say. Okay. Um, anyways, she takes me to this taco restaurant that's like popping. It's like a new place. It's all tacos. Yeah. And there's a line all the way out the building. Mm-hmm. And she's like, just run in there and grab a seat. I was like, you can't do that when there's a line out the building. It feels no, illegal to go in and take a seat. Right. You're not setting it up right. It's a place where you order. Fast a- casual. Bitch. People understand what that is. No, they don't. Yes, they do. That, no. Yes. That's rich people. Chris, dragging. what do you think? Fast, fast casual. What do you presume that means? I'm going to be honest. I don't know. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm just no, gonna because be honest. nobody fucking says fast casual and it means something to them. So fast casual, as Rylan has put it, means that you go up to a counter and place your own order at the register. You pay. get a number. Let me fucking play it out. Okay, fine. You pay at the register. You get a number. You sit down at a table and they serve you. Mm-hmm. This place was motherfucking packed and super fucking busy. And I said, Rylan, tell me what you want. I'll order. You go find us a table. And, and he t- starts acting like that is illegal. Because there's all these other people in line that are going to have their food ready first without a table because me, I jumped the line and sat down. So those people now are going to be having their food delivered. You know what? I'm going to let the comment section tear me apart like they did when I joined Chris in the security line because they're fucking psychopaths. (laughs) But I'm right about this. Everybody fucking does it. It's not an asshole move. It's honestly not illegal. I just, you weren't the one sitting at the table and I have like no number and I'm just by myself like, what? And then we sit 
sit down and because we're so hungry we just went on a long hike every time the girl goes by with food lizzie like with conviction looks dead in her eyes and goes oh that one's ours and she, no i was asking i said like, is that for us <laughs> I did. I said, is that for us? Like, I think that one's ours. No, I said, that's for, oh, I said, that's for us. But it was like a question. Sure it was. But she like was looking at our number and she's like, I don't, I don't think. That it is. And then finally she came out. She's like, this is for you. And I was like, yay. Chris, who are you texting? I, I was searching something. Oh, what are you searching? What fast casual restaurants are. Oh, fair enough. Did you find anything? It's a la uh, Chipotle. Yeah. Well, I guess Chipotle wouldn't even be one. It's like the ones that you get a number Ooh, at. You say Chipotle and I want to fucking be puke. Okay. I oh, love- I wanted to. What? Sorry. I love Chipotle. That was not worth saying out loud. I just love Chipotle. I'm oh. sorry. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to circle back to your what's going on. Oh, sorry. I thought it was an Amber Alert. I wanted to check and make sure there weren't lives that I could save. Uh, we never delved into that you like are doing live improv shows in front of an audience. Oh, you want to talk about that? Yeah. I don't think there's much more to say beyond that. That's <laughs> crazy. Is it? That's wild. Is it? Yeah. I don't think I would get up in front of an audience with n- nothing. I mean, that's what we do every Monday. Feels like just Chris is here though. <laughs> I don't know. This makes me a lot more stressed out. Than what do you improv. guys? What do, like? What's it? Okay. How do you conduct an improv scene? Like, if we were on stage and everyone that's watching is our live audience, yeah. What would you and I do right now? Um. Well, the way that I do it with this group, the Turbine Collective, the Turbine Way, is we do we start in an emotional place with a strong feeling about the person that's opposite us. Okay. So whatever you chose emotionally, I would then choose to be the the reason for it. And my response to you is based on knowing that I'm the fact that you're in this emotional state. Okay, go. No, I'm not going to go. <laughs> See, it's crazy. I and mean, how yeah, would I that's if, crazy. How would I know if it's good? If I'm entertained? If I'm entertained as an, as an audience member, you're a good improver? Well, no. So again, like this group that I work with, we, so we do that. We come from an emotional place. We put it on our partner and take it off of ourselves. And we're not necessarily trying to be funny, but we are trying to have what we call a see and react and change response. So through, we know a scene has finished if we're at a different part, if one or both of us are at a different part than where we started that's polar opposite to how we started. So if I come into a scene hysterically laughing, we would know the scene was over if I was sobbing by the end of it okay. as a result of something you did. So is it like a word or is it an emotion that you start with? We don't do, uh, we don't do words. We just do like a scene... Um, we start with sort of like a stage setting. So we decide we come on very emotional and then we set a picture on the stage with our bodies. So I, it's like we wouldn't just be sitting casually like this. Like one of us would be like very okay, well, sincere. No, no, no. Let, give know? me a setup. Give me a setup. So we I can, am. let's execute. No, we can't execute. Let's just try. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to improv. No, this is so cringy. <laughs> well, if you want to improv, you can come on the open workshop on Monday night. It's pretty cringy to watch improv shows too, unless they're really good, right? Yeah. So don't a lot of them have like weird gimmicks? A lot of them have weird gimmicks. There's no gimmicks at this one though. It's literally just. Okay, let's improv. We can't improv. <laughs> just yes, we can. Here. Yes, we can. Chris, give us a subject. Or uh, no, I don't. No, oh, you, God. you, the, the, you're emotion, not listening. Chris, give us no, an emotion. That's not what it is. Okay. It, it's like it's like a big. You Boy's this, upset because his back hurts. I'm not playing. <laughs> you're such a loser. Yes, I do and do this bitch. Thing. No, I do this thing yes, where it's like if I don't feel supported by my partner, I'll just be like, nah, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I have no problem fucking offing myself in a scene and just laying there dead until it's over. <laughs> Drag me off, motherfucker. I'm not I playing your sick games. Can't believe you won't improv with me. No, because you're well, you're not listening to me. It's like a whole physical thing. I can't do it just sitting beside you. I think you stretch your imagination, sis. There are other classes that focus on being witty and funny with your words, and this is not one of them. So I can't just You're sit so here with boring. you. I just wanted to play with you. I wanted to do something different than what we always do, and you won't play with me. It's not fun. It's awful. It's literally cringe as fuck. It makes me sick. The, the suggestion makes me fucking sick. All right, Chris, swap place. Yeah, let's do it, guys. Let's watch Rylan and Chris sit here and improvise a scene with a suggestion from me and no one here in the room. Let's fucking it. no. Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it, Chris. Get out of here. Let's okay, fucking well, do it. Well, let's well, fucking do it. What would your thing be? What would you what My would you suggest word? for us? Oh, I just almost uh, said a word I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It was the F word. It was the F word. Was there were a lot of F words in Lizzie's neighborhood yesterday. I was like, wow, this is a neighborhood full of F words. Uh, yeah, let's be clear. You're the one with, that was full of F words. I'm allowed to say the F word. Yeah, Chris, am I not allowed to say the F word? You're allowed to say the F word, but I there's been speculation that I'm saying the F word without being allowed to. So I wanted to be clear that you were the one who was throwing out F bombs <laughs> while we were driving through my neighborhood and not me. Right. I'm, a, I'm always the nasty one. That's yeah. like throwing it her way. <laughs> like there's like a straight couple and I'm like, those F words. Lot of them. There were just two men walking with two separate dogs. <laughs> and it felt like it was clear that these two men were of different households. And like, Rylan's like, look at those F-bombs. <laughs> and I was like, how do you know they're F-bombs? He's like, well, you could just tell. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't think that you can just tell. <sighs> okay, what would you give Chris and I? Uh, we could do it from across the you room. You know what? I, give, I would give you and Chris... A revolver with one bullet. No, that's too nasty. Uh, <laughs> guns are very polarizing. I would give you and Chris uh, one regular Coke and one Coke with poison in it. Oh. And you both have to take a drink oh. of two different cups. Oh. That's an interesting hard. scenario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want to do it now? No, I don't know how. I would give you and Chris a piece of licorice that you both have to eat the entirety of. How do you make it happen? Oh, so it is just physical. You just do it. You just pretend to eat licorice. I think I hate improv. No, this is the dumbest fucking thing. Okay, like, we're moving on to hot topics. <laughs> Thank God. Fine. Wait, why are we moving on to hot topics? There's more things to discuss. Like what? Oh, you bitched about your back for five hours. I didn't even oh, want to bring that to the, the podcast. Okay. Okay. I'm a meal prep girl now. You didn't want to talk about that. Boring. <laughs> You're already over it, I'm sure. Meal prepping sucks. Day what? Today was day one of my meal prep, and I'm like, I'm fucking starving. <laughs> that fucking I, I for the vlog, I meal prepped my breakfast for the week, and I'm over. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> and I hate have it. it for the week. <laughs> to be fair, like, and I have it for the week. Yeah, that's a, Joe ate like three last night though, so I don't even have it for the full week. I pulled out my meal prep this morning and opened it. And I was like, oh. So we had a lot of these. <laughs> Every time I want to save food, like if I were to get Chipotle, for example, cut it in half, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to put it in the fridge because Chipotle is better after it's cold. I'm going to eat that for lunch. I'm like, wait to the point till I'm starving. I like go to the fridge and it's gone. And I'm like, run upstairs to Shan. I'm like, where the fuck is my lunch? And he's like... He's like, I didn't even eat it. I gave it to Louie. I'm so obsessed with this newer sponsor to our show, Factor. Oh my gosh. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit where you get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you all the time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. They have 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options. You can choose from keto, vegan and veggie, calorie-smart that 
that are 550 calories or less, and they also have Protein Plus options. I love their variety because Factor also has breakfast options like egg bites, smoothies, and more. Plus, you can replenish your snack supply with an assortment of over 45 add-ons. I am so overjoyed when I walk to my fridge and have a meal that can be ready in two minutes that's not only delicious, but healthy. Oh, it's a game changer always. So get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Head to factormills.com slash sip50 and use code sip50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code sip50 at factormills.com slash sip50 to get 50% off your first box. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for a coupon code is a thing of the past because Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart at checkout. So imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites and when you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons and if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch as the prices drop. Now I've recently been stocking up on film equipment accessories and when I bought them in bulk, it was totaling over $100. But when Honey kicked in, I saved $13 just for simply having Honey installed. Honey doesn't just work on your desktop, it also works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could straight up be missing out on free savings. And by getting it, you're not only doing yourself a solid, but you're also supporting our show as well. So get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com sip. That's joinhoney.com sip. Okay, let's get into our hot topics. Okay. You finally want to discuss this? It's so boring. Well, I want to discuss it because I feel like it's insane. It's so stupid. I think so. As everyone who's on the internet is aware, Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez are allegedly fighting. Well, this the thing that's it are the internet it's like, has created from scratch as though they were God. A massive insult from is, Haley slung at Selena. And this is how bored we are as a community of the internet as a whole. Right. What the the crazy thing to me is how to the tunes of millions of people are deeply upset on behalf of Selena for a, a, a an insult that doesn't exist. So they're on Selena's side? Yeah. So then why is Selena acting like, woe is me, 24-7 right now? I mean, I don't know how she's acting. I don't really care to speculate on how either of them are acting. I just think it's fucking batshit crazy that of nothing, the internet has forged that Haley is this bad person. And then if you think about it, millions of people now are dragging Haley through the mud in a way that is like very aggressive. I have a hot tip for all of them. Just shut off your fucking phones for a couple of just days. Just get shut <laughs> and just And if you don't shut off your phones, have your notifications off for everything and just don't fucking look. I mean, also people on the internet, how about just chill? <laughs> how about just it don't do that because also they were so the the whole thing started because a picture of selena went viral of her in the water looking thicker than she usually looks and then immediately after that happened or not even immediately after ha that happened but like within the same year of that picture coming up <laughs> fucking Haley posts this thing with her and kendall and kylie or someone or whatever and it's that viral uh god's timing is always yeah right. god's timing. and then everyone decided to say she posted that because selena's fat but really aren't you just calling selena fat for saying that because nobody fucking did that that's a bridge you built 
of bricks you brought from home. And that's pretty fucking nasty. And that's TikTok. And that's, well, no, it's not just TikTok. It's fucking, it's the I people know, behind it. I know, but that's how it spreads. Right. And it, but that's no how that what, idea spreads. How, how fucking mentally broken are you people that you grab onto that? Well, and build an entire universe of hatred and loathing for this person because you think that this one thing that was really just you being an asshole for calling someone who's bigger than they once were fat in your own mind. And guess what, everyone? They're probably both assholes and they're probably both not assholes. Like, we both have our days. Everyone has our days. Absolutely, they're both weirdos. The one thing I do love about this, though, is it's also spurred a bunch of, like, resurfacing videos of Haley full-blown fangirling over Justin for years <laughs> waiting outside his hotel room waiting outside Whoa. shows like being on red carpets with her dad and the second she sees Justin she like sprinkles over like hella fast she's manifested her husband hell yeah she if did if I could get a talk show doing that shit I would let's do it Should who do we have to stock to get a talk stand show stand outside of CBS <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with you I one time tried just waiting outside Warner Brothers with headshots and just throwing them around and nobody gave a shit. I have footage of that if you'd like to Maybe if we were more persistent, then it would have worked. Oh my God, we should be hella persistent. You think we should just like do our like, instead of like doing hot girl walks at yeah. Fryman Canyon, we should do them around the studio. No, 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 no. Here's what we should do. We need to victimize. We need to make it seem like CBS victimized us. And then they owe us one. I can't play into that. I, w I will start a TikTok purely dedicated to CBS victimizing Rylan Adams and Lizzie Gordon. Listen up. And I will not fucking rest until we have a talk show, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Justice for Lizzie and Rylan. I fell down a long, dark hole of watching old clips of Wendy Williams last night. And I was Why? just like, oh. Well, because I'm watching The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh -huh. I had never seen it before. And I just wanted some like context of them outside of the show show in an interview element and like Wendy does it best you know yeah. she can like say whatever she wants to guess and like she can like hit him with the hardcore I just oh, I just love a good talk show and right. I feel like there aren't many that are existing anymore right so get me Josh Peck <laughs> we'll let's make this into a fucking talk show bring me Josh Peck bring him to me bring him to me Chris go get Josh oh, okay go get Josh you better be texting Josh, Chris. Uh, I just, I've seen a lot of like the news headlines showing like Selena commenting on TikToks made about Selena. So her For You page must just be like people talking about her. And I think like Selena, you just got to shut down TikTok. Yeah. Just like you're so successful. I think she did. She's in Texas right now fishing. Posting about it. I mean, I don't right. know if she's posting about it, but like, girl, just put down your phone for a month. It's, you don't need it to no. like, she's like, her career is not dependent on a social media presence. Like you have a lot of great acting jobs. You have a great music career. If you want to go back to that, you have a beauty line that's killing it. Like you don't need to be posting even once a month if you don't want to be. No. So just chill it out for your mental health girly. Yeah. You told her. How does Haley feel? I haven't I seen know, anything I, on Haley's. Oh, regard. just everybody fucking hates Haley. Haley lost like a million followers. So Whatever, Haley. I'll like still hang out million. with you if you need a friend. <laughs> yeah, and it's like in August we all were fucking killing ourselves to get glazed donut nails because Haley Bieber did, and now we're like, fuck that bitch. I don't know. It feels bad. To I'm me. not quite like that. No, you've always been Team Haley. I mean, and I do I'm love not team a good... anyone because we don't know any of the story or what's going on behind. Well, the that's scenes the thing. I don't think there is a story. <laughs> That's what's driving me the most and crazy. And that's what was crazy is when everyone was talking about this, I tried to watch a video that somebody had compiled all the information. Yeah. And even somebody like putting it together with a nice bow on top, I still couldn't find a way to care about it. 
I because there's nothing to care about <laughs> exactly and the, the well the even more wild thing is like you know like I troll drama channels and I watch them like while I'm eating or showering <laughs> or whatever they've been updating every day on this drama as if there is a drama as if either of these women are but contributing to they it do. they create drama so exactly. that they can garner attention for themselves and that's no, what TikTok is nobody that the drama is about is participating or creating new things oh uh, Selena's it's, commenting in comment sections she is but she commented on Kylie's like this is crazy this is being blown out of proportion right like kind and then of like, she was like i'm gonna take a break and then she popped back in like the next day i'm yeah. like girl just put your phone down i just i don't know i don't think the responsibility is on anyone involved in this or anyone and when i say involved i mean anyone victimized by the internet in this right it's wild it's wild it's wild it's a crazy place to be it's a crazy you know what's been so world? nice what? is Muting everyone who's ever like talked about me. <gasps> I don't see it. Yeah. Not having notifications for anything. Not having Twitter. Not looking at TikTok. It's a great place to be. Like I could be so canceled right now and I'd have no idea. <laughs> I'd tell you. <laughs> um, you know what I was thinking about? What? For a week, not having my phone on my body in my house. Oh. Like having a place nice. where I put my phone and I check it like every three hours. Yeah break the habit because i'm uh, worried about my back or just set boundaries for yourself look up when you're looking at your phone not hunched down yeah 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 Yeah, i could do that all right you didn't but i did what saw the chris rock well i tried this is so fucking annoying netflix let me preface it chris rock did a special for netflix that premiered live like while he was while they were recording it they aired it on netflix Mm -hmm. and now it just lives there rent free Except it doesn't live there rent-free because I had to work for 15 minutes to try to watch this fucking special because I didn't tune in live. Yeah. I tried last night to watch it and then it was like, you have to update your Netflix app to be able to watch this special. So I updated that, didn't work. Then I had to update my Apple TV, didn't work. Then I got into it and it kept giving me error codes. And then when I finally got in it, I couldn't scroll like anywhere inside of the video so netflix you need to get your shit together like we're way too far into netflix for you to not be able to execute Baby, a live i think production. that's a you problem <laughs> it's a netflix i mean i was watching i it had like no watch anything i had no problem with it and i'm netflixly challenged you know what i mean so it really does feel a little bit like maybe <laughs> so i did make it 20 minutes in after spending 30 minutes uh but the camera work with his motions were making me a little motion sick oh really i was like I just listened to it. I didn't physically watch it. I'm going to have to finish by listening. Um, I actually was listening to it on my way to Costco that morning. And then when it ended, the next thing in my queue was that awful show, Sex Life, which I've never seen an episode of. Isn't that what Kim Kardashian's always talking about? Yeah. Uh Again, I've never seen an episode of it, but But it's like it opens with like softcore porn. And so I have what was a comedy special blasting in my car with the windows (laughs) down. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, Tucker. He goes, doesn't sound like you mean no. And she's like, and there's just a fucking line of 85 year old fucking couple in line at Costco before it even opens so that was my experience with the yeah Netflix needs to get their shit together um but what I found to be I don't I don't like talking negatively about stand-up comedians because I think that it's uh other people do that enough for me right and I don't want to find problems where there aren't any but I am particularly tired of these male comics utilize uh boiling women's utility down to our youth beauty and pussy because it is fucking wrong and quite frankly like what portion are you like what was the topic he talks about how every dime he's ever made he's spent on pussy 
and in one way or another paying off women's college student loans like and the reason why he dates women who are well under his age is because their financial needs are lesser than an older woman's financial needs and it's like it's not just chris rock it's a lot of men a lot of men do this a lot of men talk about like I don't think that's much to brag about, though. Well, like, that's I'm the point. for a, somebody. I mean, take right. away boy, girl out of like, it. Like, yeah, you would have to pay me to fuck you. To be completely honest, you would have to fucking pay me to sit through your insufferable ego. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I, and to some degree, there are funny observations to be made. And there are jokes that I laugh at in regards to that. But it's like, I need it to be nuanced and I need it to be new because that's a dead fucking horse, bitch. It's like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. And, and so, then when it came, oh, sorry. You, oh, no, no, I was going to say, what were his other poignant points? I would not use the word poignant in regards <laughs> to any of the points. And I don't even know if he had points that were being made, to be honest. <laughs> the one thing that did make me laugh is about how his wife is just, his ex-wife is just as rich as him. And the thing that did make me laugh, and he's like, and she's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> Because he made his money being funny. But, you know. <laughs> Who is, how is she rich? Because they got a divorce. Right. She got half of his money. Wow. And good for her because she suffered through your cheating and bullshit her entire fucking adult life. <laughs> oh my gosh. You cunt. Um, I didn't know you hated him so much. I didn't. I didn't hate him. I fucking really like Chris Rock. And then I watched the special and I'm just like, I got a bad fucking taste in my mouth for these fucking dudes who have all these poignant points about how they pay for women's lives and it's just like i mean i don't think that's great on any regard like if i was a gay man doing that to another guy i would also like i'd feel like well i have to pay for somebody to like me like that is yeah also like yeah you guys are reflecting. fucking insufferable you ever think about telling that joke that you're so goddamn fucking insufferable that you have to make millions of dollars with your rage and self-loathing and anger in order to get a woman to find you attractive enough to sleep with you and then you cheat on the person who decides to stay with you even though you're all of those horrible things i haven't seen it yet that's but now, so funny this that's is like so selling fucking me i'm funny. going to see it i'm like i'm mad about it and i like i'm like i'm like annoyingly Did mad you about or did Joe watch it with you? No, I listened to it oh, <laughs> all right. yeah. while he was sleeping. But, you know, it's it, it, it definitely bugs me. I think there are gender norms that can be funny when, you know, exploited in it from a nuanced point of view. But I'm fucking tired of this. I'm tired of it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure it's going to offend so, like that's part of their job is like trying to do like that's a road he wanted to go down. Yeah. To, like tear the line on being offensive i guess in i don't even getting the laugh or something yeah and I, it's not even that i find it offensive i'm just fucking tired of it but don't you think that rapport or that reflects just as poorly on him like and his like i don't know that i'd want to adver advertise that i have to pay for somebody to like me yeah but i i do think that there not that my opinion or review on comedy makes it funny or not. I'm sure some people found that funny and that's fine. I'm just, I, as a, as a, as an audience member, really, I find self-deprecation to be a lot more funny than, uh, a petty observation of another person, especially if it's not a nuanced, unique point of view. Right. And I think it would have been a lot more, I think that, uh, humor is a lot more funny when it's when it's personal to a person but they can they can convey it in a universal way that other everyone can relate to mm -hmm. and in this scenario it just felt like a tired trope of why are women complaining 
about being taken care of financially, but I'm not complaining about being taken care of financially. Right. I'm complaining about you being a fucking piece of shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, you get what you pay for, Chris. Like, (laughs) shut the fuck up. You're welcome. (laughs) And then he continued on and the, the big the big hook of the night like why everyone's watching is they want to know what he's going to say about the slap mm-hmm. and then he fucked that joke up really yeah he stumbled over the joke and he messed it up in multiple ways so the first one was he's making a joke about how jada Pinkett smith was mad at, at chris rock for doing the oscars because one year they boycotted the oscars because will smith wasn't nominated for a movie called concussion and they called Chris Rock that year and said, do not show up at the Oscars and do your job because they have racistly left Will out of the running. Mm-hmm. And then his joke was, they were so mad that he didn't get an award for a concussion that they gave me a concussion. <laughs> but he called it the wrong movie. And then in the oh, middle no. of the joke, he goes, I fucked up that joke. That's the wrong movie. It's concussion. I fucked it up. It's all fucked up. Oh, but no. it's like, you're making that much money. You fuck up your joke. Find a way to like fix it on the fly, my guy. Like you've been doing this your whole life. You can't ad lib something or like do any sort of patchwork yourself to bring it back to some degree. And then he also was talking about how their bodies are different. So like Will Smith fighting him is a bitch mode move because he's so little and he's so big. Right. He's like he played Muhammad Ali and I played a very small person. I can't remember the mm-hmm. characters. And then he's like, you know, he, even our, in our animated movies, like Will Smith played a shark and I played a zebra. And he's talking about that movie where like he and uh, Will Smith and Angelina Jolie are like under the sea creatures. I mean, I don't know, but yeah. Anyways, Will Smith's a fish in it. He's not a shark. He's yeah. a fish. So there's like a bunch of things that are like really sloppy on top of this whole thing. And it's like, great, Chris, go get that check and buy yourself some more pussy. And hopefully you can feel good about that little blunder you had on your live recording of your taped show. All right. We'll move on to The weekend and Lily Rose Depp defending their new show, The Idol, with new director Sam Levingston. Is it Levingston? I have no idea. Is it Levinson? Let's say Sam L., the the creator of Euphoria. So there's this show called The Idol coming out on HBO. It the director was the the show in of itself is is very provocative and it's about a young woman pop star navigating the super dark toxic toxic uh underbelly of the music industry yes and so hbo had initially had a director that they weren't seeing eye to eye with they fired him brought i think on- it was a woman actually oh I didn't. I don't know who it was. Um, I can't remember who. But it was then either. they brought on Sam L, the creator director of Euphoria, and uh, Sam Levinson. Levinson. And now, like Rolling Stone did this huge hit piece about how Sam is just a horrible person. Well. Using more words than that, the <laughs> I didn't read the Rolling Stone article. I, I didn't, was but like, so so the word on the street is that the creative of the show has shifted from shifted from what the original director was working on, and now the storyline is about Lily Rose Depp's toxic relationship with the weekend, and she can and the um they're saying that. Lily's character maintains an abusive relationship with The Weeknd because it inspires her music. And that's the story they're following. And the problem that a lot of the crew people and what the Rolling Stone article was hoping to highlight is that this is like 
a rape fantasy show now. Um, and I can't. We can't really speak to the details of it because we haven't seen is it. Is the weekend her like business person or her boyfriend? I think it's both, and I think he's treating her like shit, and she decides to keep being treated like shit because she thinks it makes her make better music. That's what the crew was saying. The storyline is well, him treating her like shit and her accepting it also allows her to keep making music. And I, I don't know about the show, but I think in a lot of a lot of music scenarios probably before all of me too this wasn't something that didn't happen i i I mean you know what girls were doing for acting roles and what people were doing to get their careers launched in hollywood like it's always sick and twisted like that maybe not now after me too and in 2023 but Mm -hmm. i bet for a very long time a lot of pop stars that had come up were like had the craziest most toxic relationships with people trying to get their career off the ground yeah, I think that's true. And then also, like, we know that to be true because of what Kesha went through very publicly right. with the producer that she used to work with sexually assaulting her. So why are they not allowed to tell that a story similar to that? Like, we, I don't think we should be censoring our storytelling to not upset people. Like, I think if you don't want right. to watch it, don't watch it. I think you're right. I think that that's a really... Um, I think that's a really hot take on it. Find, because just because horrible things happen doesn't mean we should not... Tell stories about them. Yeah, tell stories about them. And we don't know what the angle of the show is yet. No, and all this drama did was make me go and see if it was already out and I was going to watch it. I didn't even know about the show. They reshot a lot of it and they're still cutting it down. And I know that the talent, like Lily Rose Depp, who's, you know, the quote unquote victim of the show, Mm -hmm. she's saying she loved working with Sam Levinson. She felt very protected, very respected. And like it was a more collaborative project uh, that she's ever worked on. To be fair, I don't know how many projects she's worked on. Right. So for her to be like, this is the most whatever director I've ever fucked with. It's like, right. But was the other director just Kevin Smith? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, if she felt safe and comfortable, that's all that really matters. You don't have to compare it to something else to know if somebody's treating you like shit or not. Yeah. And there's been a big campaign online to cancel this Sam guy, the creator of Euphoria in Mm -hmm. general, or like begging that uh, Zendaya will stop working with him and leave you euphoria because it's toxic and bad and i'm just like all of you guys need to shut the fuck up like if zendaya is powerful enough that if she feels uncomfortable or doesn't want to be in this role she could go i know like when you sign up for tv you sign a big seven-year contract Mm -hmm. but in today's day and age if zendaya is like i'm not comfortable on this set it's not a healthy productive place she's big enough and powerful enough to go to to her agent and say I'm not going to do this. And if Zendaya is feeling fine and safe and comfortable and happy making Euphoria, I think all of you just need to shut the fuck up. Well, I think that there's like there. So that's a twofold thing for me because I have heard a majority of the cast love working with him and that it's a highly collaborative environment. And I think that that's really cool. I know that their storylines get fucking unraveled and redirected based off of what talent's feeling on a shooting day. Mm -hmm. And from a person who like creates things as like a writer or whatever, like, I think that's wild and I've noticed that storylines that we give a shit about get dropped and then we find ourselves watching Dominic play acoustic guitar for fucking five minutes (laughs) in the finale when we give a shit about other things that we never know what happened and we never will know. Yeah. So to some degree like I'm enraged by shit like that. (laughs) 
But yeah. and I think Sam Levinson's visual direction and the way that he crafts a show visually keeps and auditorily and tonally and all of that visual storytelling keeps me so hooked on a show where I don't trust the creator <laughs> that it's fucking impressive. Yeah. And I think that that's really cool. Um, and I think it's gross that he is showing characters who are 16's nipples. Fucking like porn stars. I think that's gross. I don't think I want to cancel him for it, but I think it's gross. Makes me not really want to hang out with the guy. I think it's fucking weird. Yeah, I mean... But like I'm, I actors, have like, I can compartmentalize my right. things about that. The actors are and obviously I, over 18, I, so it's not illegal. Yeah, and not, those it things, doesn't have to do with being illegal. No, no, you're no. showing me a child... That I'm a character that's child. Yes, but you're also like a porn star. telling a story about high school. And while not everyone's fucking like a porn star in high school, yeah. there are people that are fucking like porn stars in high school. Absolutely. The same way that they depict drugs and alcohol. Yes, it's like very heightened and over the top to mm -hmm. like for entertainment. Yeah. And they're doing that for sex too. But I think like if you're doing a show that raunchy. It, right. Like, but you just said that the heightened alcoholism and all of that is for entertainment. So showing underage sex for entertainment, it's gross. I, I understand, but it. he's telling a story of high schoolers. Yeah. So there's a way to shoot things like that and to tell the same story and to maintain a raunchy level without yeah. showing me a 16 year old or a 15 year old getting butt fucked and doing crazy shit like that. Like I don't need to see the full strip tease. I don't need to see a girl getting choked. I don't need to see her bent over, railed by five fucking guys knowing she's a minor. Yeah. I don't need to see their areolas. Okay, I get it. I understand <laughs> what you're saying. Um, to me, it's it's like all weird because you know they're over 18. Yeah. They don't look like they're under 18. No. They're doing, they're like going to high school, but you don't ever really feel like they're in high school. So like, it's weird because storyline wise, it like pushes them forward to be in high school. But as a viewer, you're not like, oh, I'm watching a 16 year old get fucked. I'm, I don't feel like that. Right. But I understand yeah. the premise is that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Are we is... not friends anymore? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking pervert. <laughs> uh, this is a show I am interested in watching, though. I like the idol. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing it. I mean, I honestly might be exhausted, though. I'm exhausted by the trailers for it. All of it just really is like a lot. It's like a lot <laughs> watching this fucking frail, starving bitch wearing no clothes, like moving slow motion with a thong up her ass and her fucking nipples out. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> and I might need there to be a story for this one because at least, you know, there is the substance behind Zendaya's character and there are nuances to these characters in high school that like I feel for and I care about. But if I'm just watching like a real like, I don't know if I can right, if well, I have that kind of punishment. Let's let it in me. come out first and then make our judgment. If they I put Pedro Pascal in it for any reason, it's I'd what's be there from beginning like, to end. Sudden hard on for him. He's a good man. <laughs> like I know he's like a good looking, talented man, but they're I acting think it's his like energy and his inner God. light. It's Everyone's acting as though he's God. He sh I wish he, he was. <laughs> I wish he was. If he was, I bet you anything, this world would be a better place. Okay, Cardi B wears designer clothes to community service, and I just can't get enough of it. <laughs> and she does like an OOTD every time she goes to community with service. With captions too. She's like, day whatever the fuck of community service. <laughs> Obey the law. Uh, and then... <laughs> 
<laughs> she goes, my brains are burning from waking up early. Community service, then studio. But I did the crime, so I only have myself to blame. <laughs> I do love it. It's like she's this. I don't even know what she did. So, our, so I wrote down what she did. But are people upset that she's wearing designer clothes, or was that just the like most interesting angle for the headline? I don't know if anyone's upset. I think we're all just like, get it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the selfies, and she's got her like Louis Vuitton bags, yeah. and she's like going to do community service. And I guess what happened? This is court ordered community service after a strip club fight in 2018 she pled right. guilty after ordering an attack on two bartenders because she believed her husband offset had an affair with one of them you know what i'm still on her side it was, <laughs> she kept saying like these moments don't define me they're not reflective of who i am now yeah. and she's like i'm a person that always owns up to my past and i just think like god love her it's so refreshing to have somebody like cardi b like just be themselves instead of putting on like this persona of who they think will be perceived well yeah I love you know it. what i mean because in like right now if when you open the internet when you open tiktok it's like pandering to everyone's feelings and it's like sometimes can we just exist yeah honestly and can we stop lying and acting like you made a fucking recipe dupe for starbucks's egg souffle bites <laughs> because you fucking didn't okay bitch they suck your egg bites are not good they're like a dry frittata <laughs> this better not be my brother's wife oh my god could you imagine no i love stacy's recipes i make them okay and i enjoy them all right yeah um yeah I just, God, I love a woman that will speak her mind. Yeah. Well, then what's your problem with me? <laughs> I don't think I have a problem with you. You mean it? Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. I Riley like, Adams does not have a problem with this. I feel like in. we were fighting, but I don't even remember why. I don't think we were actually fighting. I think I'm just mad at the world. Right. Which is funny because this is me having chosen to be more positive. And every time I'm like, I'm more positive. Like, I'm a positive girly now. I was like leaving somewhere with my girlfriend over the weekend. And this guy's standing in front of the restaurant with like sweatpants on. Clearly no panties and a huge dick. And I went from being like super light, really happy and everything to being like, God fucking damn him some i'm gonna next time i come here i'm bringing a fucking costco pack of male panties and i'm gonna throw them at all these motherfuckers who think it's okay to leave the house with their dicks out why do i have to know he's uncircumcised you're such a dude i wasn't no i'm not a prude put fucking panties on dude just look at his dick i don't want to but i'm forced to and that's what is so fucking enraging i want to bring my choice back if you have an infant sized penis wear fucking underwear with your fucking sweatpants in public you sick fuck <laughs> she just made us cut so much <laughs> it was so explicit it was filled with f-bombs <laughs> <laughs> you know what i think this week's gonna be good for us <laughs> my, this is the end of me my back's gonna heal we're gonna be healthy <laughs> jobs are gonna come pouring down upon us uh -huh. i'm gonna get great news you're gonna get great news yeah chris is gonna thrive yay and we're, we're blessed we're gonna come back next week like fucking i don't know the best thing ever happened oh my god thank you for including me <laughs> I just got something in my eye. <laughs> All right. Well, cheers to a great week, everyone. Thank you for watching. <laughs>
<laughs> Today's episode of The Sip. I'm broken. If this sucked, I'm broken. Okay? Yeah, he's broken. I'm broken. Lizzie's but we're, pa- we're positive. No, it's going to be a good. We're positive. Peace and love. Light and blessings to us all. I'm okay. You're okay. We're all working to each We're all working together on the same team. And we're all going to be okay. Subscribe to the show. <laughs> Say watch it back. Every episode. And we'll see you girlies next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And, and that's, that's the, the sip. sip. <laughs> How about me having a breakdown attaching the fucking Bluetooth voicemail for 10 minutes? And I then was we didn't even get to voicemail. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that. And we'll be under an hour because we cut all of my explicits out. <laughs> Sorry.